I couldn't help but note your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Welcome back, everybody, to Jeff versus the World Presents Hood Classics. And like always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? Nothing much. Hope everyone's enjoying themselves during the beginning of this week. Hope you got your toilet paper, your paper towels, and your water, and your common sense. Wash your hands. Yes. Please. Don't. Don't. Do not wash your hands. Please wash them. 20 seconds. People ain't doing 20. They don't like seven seconds. Oof. 20 seconds. 20 seconds is a long time. Like I told somebody, like 20 seconds is like almost a whole, is like the first part of the theme song for power. Well, just sing that. I'll hum that in your head, and when it's over, then you're finished. But we are back, and we are back with a movie that I chose for this week, and that is 1994's Above the Room, uh, starring Tupac Shakur, Dwayne Martin, uh, Marlon Wayans, Leon, uh, and Bernie Mac. Before we get started, uh, I know how you felt last week about the movie. Tell me, how do you feel this week after watching the movie? I think it's overrated. <laughs> what? I, it's funny. I've seen this movie a couple times. Like, I've watched it from beginning to end. But it's like, it's certain parts I forgot about. So I watched it. Like, I just finished watching like five minutes ago. And it's one of those, like, I mean, is it really a classic? Cause, or it's like, we just pretend it's a classic. Like John Starks. This is <laughs> uh, like, people remember John Starks. People talk about John Starks like, oh, that was he really, was he, you know, was he just good on New York or was he good, good? And that's how I look at this movie. Like, it's, it's, it's not like it's a bad movie. I don't hate the movie. I just don't, like, if we weren't doing the show for mm-hmm. this movie, I wouldn't like seek out the watch. That's fair. Like, I've seen it. That's enough. Like the story is a straightforward story. And I told my my biggest problem with the movie, it was definitely reinforced. Dwayne Martin is is annoying. Glad you brought that up. And him being a star him being a star of the movie is a problem. Cause like if your main if your main character is somebody that you don't like and he's never redeemable then that's going to drag the whole movie down. And it's funny, like last week we did, on know, Cyber when we did President, and it had like a whole bunch of good character actors. But Lorenz Tate carried his weight. Lorenz Tate was likable. He cared about Lorenz Tate, so it worked. This one is like you had character actors doing this stuff, and then you got Dwayne Martin, you know. I don't think it's his fault. It's like the role has him acting that way. But I'm like, this is just. I want to punch him in the face. Like you just, un- you just unlikable in a real and not in a charismatic way. Like you just an unlike the role is just unlikable. And I was thinking a joke with you, like 
I've never seen anything at the Wayne Martin that I was like, nothing. Uh, maybe White Man Can't Jump, and that was a small role he had in it. Uh, but now I absolutely, and that's the fun thing about doing this show, because I was really like thrown back when you said this last week. So when I watched it this week, I watched it with uh, fresh eyes again. So I'm just like, okay, let me see what he's talking about. And the, the character of Kylie Watson is a punk. Like, throughout, it's, there's nothing redeemable about him in this movie. I don't know why I'm supposed to like him at all. Like, it's nothing that he does to say, oh, yeah, I can catch. No, he's like an asshole. <laughs> he, he, he thinks he's better than what he is. He got a smart-ass mouth. Like, why am I supposed to like him? Even when we get to the end, the only thing that turned was basically, oh, I lost this. Uh, Leon showed me up. Let me change my ways. What? No. No, and no, Even no. then he was ready to throw the game. Yeah. Make sure, you know. I, I, I just. Until, until he didn't have a choice anymore. And it's like, yeah, it's just, um, I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm like, get, get him off my screen. <laughs> like, the one, the way he plays, like, the character's unlikable. And the way he plays unlikable. Like, you bring up James Harden. James Harden in the past. At least. <laughs> you sure about that? I've seen him dribble 20 seconds and shoot. But I might, but James Hart, it ain't like James Hart averaged like two assists a game. Yeah, like, okay. In years, he's like the league of like top three in assists. Dwayne, like this character is like, if he averaged two assists a game, I'd be surprised. His teammates are literally screaming his name. And he is like dribbling through three, three, <laughs> three or four defenders. Well, Double or triple team pulling up like the game they lose. He double team and he pull up and miss an eleven footer. The last the game the last game he played Georgetown the game they win where they win the conference championship mm-hmm. he triple team he pulling up over three people. But he ranked I what? guess the Not, sub this <laughs> the assumption was when he ran behind the pick and got to the three ball line he had space quote unquote space. RIP, that's some Kobe shit. <laughs> yeah, I saw a three set of hands in his face. He's pulling up like I, I got, I'm pulling up. Like I said, hand down, man down, hands up, shot up. I'm like, what the, yeah. So that was my problem. Like the main character is unlikable, and he's overshadowed by people. I'd rather be the story about. You ever see um Fast and Fighting? Uh, bits and pieces. I never saw it completely. Yeah, I've seen. I just yeah. I don't like him, so I seen like a little bit of it. Yeah, and, and it was like I was telling Jeremy, like I was thinking, we were talking about how if you have an ensemble movie and you don't like the lead, how the movie can just go off the rails because Kingsman worked because it had an ensemble cast, but you like Terrence Egerton, even though he's playing out Knox's character, you like him because he has you know charisma. Percy Jackson. Works because the main character is like he's not unlikable. Like he just he's just there. He got enough likable people around him. Class of Titans don't work. His saying words is, is unlikable, and it's like I'd rather focus on these other people. And that's what my, that's my problem with this movie. You got Leon got a you got Leon and Tupac both doing a whole bunch of heavy lifting, and this story yeah. seemed way more you know interesting. The movie should have been about those. 
you know, it would have worked, but I think it would have worked with a different actor. I don't know who all tried out to be Cowley Watson. I, I, it, it's like his. Alan Payne wanted Alan Payne tried out, but the director said no. The director wanted Dwayne Martin. I think it would work with Alan. Well, maybe. He, like Alan Payne was the original choice. And it was rejected in favor of Dwayne Martin. Yeah, Alice Payne would have worked. Yeah. Alice Payne likable. Yeah, yeah. It's just the only just the energy change because it's like nineteen ninety three Alice Payne. You think he's need money in high school? Yeah, I can see. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see. Because Dwayne Martin, like I said, I told you, Dwayne Martin looks nothing like a, a fucking seventeen or eighteen year old. So it still would have worked with Alice Payne. And I on top, on top, on top. I mean, he don't look like a seventeen eight year old, but he like you know. Like he in college. I give him that. Alan Payne, like, G Money, like a grown up back in New Jack City. This is like years later, but it don't stand out too much. I'm like, Wood Harrison, like, how old is Wood Harrison supposed to be? In this? I figured early his. I figured maybe in his mid twenties, but I could be wrong, and he could be supposedly the you know maybe a little bit younger. Wood, Wood Harris got that mean gene thing where he just looks. You hit a certain age, and he just looked like that. He always looked 32 years old. Always. Absolutely. I think the closest he got to look younger was Remember the Titans, and that's because they had to shave all his facial hair, give him the low cut, and that was his, you know, I know he was older than, you know, what he was supposed to be. <laughs> I like how they describe Wikipedia. Teenage lieutenant and star player on his <laughs> I'm a title psychopath who will kill anyone with no second thought, no remorse. Also known as Revolver Ocelot. That sounds correct. Good lord. Like, that's his kid. So he's going to be a teenager. I'm like, yeah, because he's in school. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I. I. I like I'm I'm with you. I enjoyed everything around Dwayne Martin more than I did. I even I think I'm okay. Question. But before I go to my question, let me finish my statement. I enjoyed everything around Dwayne Martin. Everything except him was great. Uh, but Marlon Wayans question. He said he went to jail. Now are we talking about jail, jail. Or are we talking about teenage jail? Because the way he said he said yo can't no jail. Okay, because he said it like, yeah. can't no jail hold me. And I'm just like, whoa, wait a minute. Ain't you supposed to be like the same age? I mean, I mean yeah, you know how young people talk. That's why they go on the spring break during Corona season. If I get it, I get it. And they get mad at guy. You know, it's like, you can't hold me down. Like, you, did, you did juvie time. Oh, surprise, surprise on that. They don't say what, they don't say what, yeah, they don't say what he did. It is said, you know, he did something he did a year. Now he out. Just a note. And it's funny how out of all the Marlon Wayans is the best actor out of all the Wayans brothers and sisters. That's true. Going back to something that you said, um, just an announcement to all those people that were in Florida. Yeah, so one of those kids came back uh, with the coronavirus. So, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, Marlon Wayans. <laughs> Marlon Wayans is the... Yeah, he is the best. I, I, more, I almost wanted to say Damon, but I'm like... No, I think I like uh, no, Marlon Moore. Mar- Marlon has more range. Like, Damon can be funny, but he can't really do serious. Like, this, like he can do serious up to a certain point. Like, he, yeah. Marlon Wayne can do everything. You're right. Because I'm thinking about yeah. Last Boy Scout, and it was like, it was serious, but it had that, oh, no, let me joke some. 
let me add my humor into whatever was going on. Like Marlon Wayans can do something like this. He can do something like Requiem for a Dream, and then he can do G.I. Joe and be believable in all of them. Yeah. That's tough. Because, like, look at, like, if you look at Marlon Wayne, you couldn't think of him like he'd be in an action movie. What? Yeah. And, and, he's believable. <laughs> he, he, he did it. So it's funny how, you know, you just get a chance, but you do. But no, the movie is based around two people. Which one you want to talk about first? Uh, we can start with Leon. You know, Leon, is Leon one of the most popular people that white people have no idea who he is? Yes. Because I've said it to plenty of people that were white. And they were like, who? And I had to be like, oh, this. You have you seen Five Heartbeats? Yeah. I said, okay, the guy, the one that was the brother that was always sleeping around. Oh, okay. I always got to say that. Basically, the dude, you know, the dude from Cliffhanger. If you yeah. want to describe, like, yeah. from the white people. Because they've seen Cliffhanger. But I'm like, because he's, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been around for a long time. And it's weird. You rarely see him play like a hero. No, there's always like he's something always, wrong. He's always shifty or devious or just evil. This one is like, you know, I got a tragic past. I'm trying to make it through. I'm just, you know, solemn and either I'm hallucinating about my friend Nutso, or I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I got to that scene talk about, you know, how that witch is, you know, just throwing it up and he like this on the board. I'm like, he don't like her. Look. I mean, somebody got to be that way. She can throw, just because she throwing on me, he got to catch it. Look, I'm just saying. Think about, think about, the, think about the reverse. Yeah, like it, yeah, 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 yeah. I was uh, messing with Ray Don John. All right, baby, what's going on? <laughs> you want to get with a big man, real man like me? All oh, I'm he's like, find all through the damn airport. What fuck you did? All I'm like, saying. You would get mad at her for saying no. That's the waitress all coming on strong, like, yeah, you come in here. All the same food, all the time looking sad, like you need somebody to take you home and cook you yeah. a smile on your face. Oh, them yams. Look. I want the water. <laughs> 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 yeah, I my like, trust me. Oh. If I want to holler at you, I'll holler at you. Listen, man, you can let my Twitter joke fly right there. She, look, she was throwing in that damn man. He just said, can I get some water? He didn't even look at her. That was my whole thing. He never looked up or anything. <sighs> no, nah, but all seriousness, yeah, you're right. I mean, if it, if it was a rose or he was doing it to her, it'd be some creep shit. So, yep, just get your water and go. Get your food yeah. and leave. Yeah, like, you know, he just playing that whole, I'm got a past, I'm just trying to make you life, trying to be a, you know, masculine woman, not really trying to go too much, and all the stuff with his brother. And then he sees Kyle's like or Rami and Nutso and everything like that. That whole Nutso thing. Just... <laughs> oh no, let's talk about the Nutso thing. Please, let's talk we'll, about. We'll get, to it. We talk, we'll get to it when we talk about the movie. But it's like that's just about the movie. Then when he finally played, like everything you see about, like you know he he can play. He probably went to college if his friend didn't die. And then it's like you know when he finally plays, like for real, it's like oh. It's like a kung fu movie. Like the old man that played chess is like, all right, I guess I got to fight. It just beat up 90 people with like no problem. He out here stroking from 25 feet on play on them hard ass New York playground courts and, and like,
like corduroys. <laughs> Giving them work. <laughs> I know he was hot. God dang, I know he was hot. Yeah. Um, and then you got Tupac. Okay, I gotta hear. I, I need to hear this because I. <laughs> Dwayne Martin have a chance. That too. That too. <laughs> like you not. I mean. You acting against Leon and Tupac, and it's like your first role, or like your brand new, like, no, he ain't have a chance. Like, Tupac is funny where he's the star of the movie. He's got this, he's got, Tupac thing is like, he's real charming, and it's always the underlying menace. And he's playing the same way, like, you know, you don't know when he's cool, when he cracking jokes, when he wants to kill you, because it's like, it's always there bubbling. But whenever he's around his brother, it's always like he's trying to prove himself. Yeah, still. Like that toughest, come, that toughest comes off fake when he's dealing with Shep. It comes off real when he's dealing with everybody else. Shep yeah. is like, when he comes out, Shep's like, yeah, I'm not the little brother now. I can do this. You got to leave town. You better do all this and that because you want to roll with me. Like, got his chest all out. But it's always this underlying thing when he's trying to get approval. Like, it's, you know, it's still my big brother. I think it was, it was a sense of, res- he, he kind of resented him too for leaving. Like, he didn't want to say it. But it was still some resentment there, like I had to do all this, and you may not like what I did, but I'm the one who made our mama happy while you went and ran away. Yeah, like you know, because that was the thing running away. Like, yeah, I may not be the man you wanted to be, but I'm still a man. Not to fear bills while you try them out nuts so. And you're like, this slinging dope, you little cookie. Like, you want me to give you a hug? Like, get out of my face. And that probably made it even worse. So he's like, you know, he just brushed it all like you a sucker. And he looking at it like, you know, I took care of the family while you ran. Yeah. I, he, and can I say, I don't feel like Tupac's wrong. In that conversation that they're having, and, and, and both of them standing their grounds, they're not wrong. Now, he may have did it in a, in a under, you know, CD way of selling drugs or whatever, to, you know, but he did take care of his family. You know, he did what he had to do, you know, unfortunately. Uh, and I can see what Shep be like, nah, you sold drugs. Yeah, they both not wrong with the way they both seeing. But and one more thing before we get to the movie, all right. soundtrack. Oh, one of my top five uh, soundtracks. It ain't number one. It ain't number two. It ain't number three. It hits around that four or five because I used to always play this soundtrack. It's always like when you talk about movie soundtracks, this one always come up. It's like the first one that's like hit. Yeah, like it was. It was double platinum. Yeah. It like, was, I'm, I'm sure more people probably listen to the soundtrack than seen the movie. I can believe that because this is uh, with your SWV was hot at the time, so a lot of people bought it for that. And this is when singles were the thing to get, and then the singles would get you to buy the album. So double platinum w- w- was a thing. It really meant something back then. Uh, and this is yeah. very West Coast, very West Coast oh, album. And the real funny thing is. His mom, when he's three years older, Dwayne Martin, the actress played Dwayne Martin's mom. Yeah. He was only three years older in him in real life. And but that, you can't tell by looking. No, 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 not by looking. But once they say, you know, once they said that, I was like, yeah, I can I, I can see what they're saying there. Because I was like, Dwayne Martin just doesn't look like a teenager. He looks like he's a man, like a grown man. And, she, and, and when they say three years, yeah, I can see it. But he played it well, a teenager well. You know what you're Every time I saw him, like, if Octavia Spencer was skinny, she looked like her. That kept popping in my head. 
like I like I was watching a movie. I'm like, she looks yes, <laughs> yes, you're like, right. Yeah, she like a skinny Octavia Spencer because they had that same uh, that cheek around that cheek and mouth features. And she was like about her business. Oh, huh? that was very rare. I'm, I don't got time for jokes. I don't got time for dreams. I don't got time for games. I don't got time for nonsense. I'm just trying to raise my son and keep him out of jail. That's the only thing I'm worried about. I can't worry about nothing else. Not well, if I had a million dollars, what would I be? I don't got a million dollars. I'm right here. That's where I'm at. Yeah, she was uh, about her business. Nothing else uh, until Leon came. and She kind of cracked and then she saw his flaws. Bring him the riot act like, you know, you're a runner. You're always running. <laughs> can't deal with that in my life and that's all right but i can't do it peace and he looking stupid giving her the leon eyes thinking that shit was gonna work <laughs> you hear that nutso she said she gonna leave she gonna do about that? okay so do you want to get a synopsis of the movie yes let's do a synopsis of the movie so kyle lee watson high school senior you know trying to get his way through georgetown avoid trouble runs into trouble when he signs up to drug dealers birdies what record park team yeah you might as well say that's what it was supposed to be you know trying to navigate that while you know dealing with his mama got a new boyfriend security guard with a checker pass and worlds collide now I mean the movie's simple like I'm trying to get into college and make my way out I'm just trying to avoid trouble right my last year and it's like that. That happens a lot in real life and that happens a lot in movies. And that's why I'm like the best, the, his story is kind of like we've seen it a million times. Either they, and, and it's like it's never a movie where he don't make it. So like that'd be something like you know he end up getting suspended and <laughs> he, he gets he get his NCAA eligibility revoked. Like, no, that only happened on Spike Lee movies. That's yeah. what happened in this. So, like, that part, like, so that's like his story. Is like, eh, I mean, that's the movie, so that's the movie. The stuff between Shep and Birdie is like doing all the heavy lifting. Because, well, I, I, I watched the movie on Roku Channel, and I'm watching it. I thought the sound was off. And I realized, no, that's just how they mix it. Because there's like a lot of echo when, like, in the beginning. They, he playing basketball with his homie Nutso. they in high school. And he giving Nutso that work. <laughs> Come on, you can't grab that, little bitch. Let me get you in the face. Get your hands up. Get, like, portion them over and over again. And it's kind of like, you know how you can be, like, real good friends, but you can be mean-spirited. Like you joke in a way that you can only joke with your closest friends. I've never been that mean spirited to anybody. Like I, I, I just, maybe I just don't remember. It maybe age is making me not remember. I just remember like he was really like talking like, "Yo, you ain't shit." I, you could tell they were friends because only friends could you know talk back and forth like that. But it was kind of harsh. Yes, very harsh. It's like, what you gonna do? So you can't jump. You're hot. No, touch, no, touch the backboard. That you can't pull out some money like a roll like one, like with six bucks. So nutso, go and touch this backboard. Now keep in mind, they playing on a roof somewhere. 
No guardrails, no nothing. No gate, no chain. They just, uh, and I'm like, who designed this course? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's somewhere they found. And that whoever designed it, who the hell knows? But that's just an insane See, place to I have think, that. I've seen courts on roofs. And I've seen like other stuff on roofs. And they've always had like a gate around it or a fence for that specific reason. And what's the reason? Nuts so tapped backboard, the backboard breaks, and nuts so falls to his death. Nutso! How far did how far did nuts so jump? Like he just touching back. Why he out there doing the triple jump? I don't think it was maybe I may have to look at it again. I just think that 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 window was really close. And his momentum just took him because you've seen we've seen LeBron plenty of times dunk and his own momentum just keep taking him forward. But guess what? LeBron wouldn't dunk like wouldn't be dunking like that if he's sitting on the roof. Of, of course not. We talking about a damn movie. He'd be a two hand. He'd be a two hand dunker jumping off two feet. And I'm like, they know they're on the roof. So even if the backboard doesn't break, he's still falling. Not so, look, look at it this way. Nutso wasn't thinking about it. He was thinking like, yo, I'm tired of my friend talking shit. I'ma prove a point to him. Yeah. Shit. Well, you know you gotta take an account. His name Nutso. <laughs> don't say why his name Nutso, but maybe something like that. Oh shit. And, and and to mention this is like a two dollar bet. What what are we doing? He died off a two dollar bet in pride. Fuck. Eric needs to you. That name, that name sound like that's just a stereotype. <laughs> like Eric Montal just played on UNC a couple years, like you know, a couple years ago. They were the national championship team. The name's familiar, so it's like you know how we do. Like white person, you call him in age, you call him Bird, you call him Stockton. So it's like, yeah, what's up, Mont? You gonna do Montal? Can we talk like, about who would it be now? Uh, now. What's that dude for the Lakers' yeah, name? I know for a while it was Delavadova for a while. What's the dude from the Lakers' name with the bald head? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I guess. No, I'm on that. But no. He's just getting them that work. But hold up. I, 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 somebody wanted me to explain this to him, so I'm going to explain it to him. And, Shahid, you can help me. Eric Nice used to be on, the, I think, the original Real World. I think was the original one. Original, first one or second one. But anyway, he was a thing. Yeah, he really was a thing. Uh, they used to have this show yeah. on MTV called The Grind. I think it used to come on in the morning or afternoon. I don't know. But girls used to go crazy over this guy. He, I'm talking about, I ain't talking about just white girls. I'm talking about black, white, Latino. Yeah, he was kind of a big thing. It didn't last long, but yeah, he was a big thing. So now. I mean. Long enough. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm. I was trying to think. Maybe it was like what? Uh, the ground on the ground last three years, two or three years. Maybe longer. Um, I know somebody took over for him. From ninety two to ninety seven. So he was on there from like he's on there for like ninety five. 
Oh, okay. Well, it lasted longer than I thought. But, yeah, he was a big thing. This is a small role in this movie, and I guess he was just starting. Maybe just got a sad card. Uh, so, yeah, he was a thing. <laughs> yeah, so he – and it's fine to recognize him in this. And I know what he looks like, but he didn't – I didn't recognize him in the movie, so <sighs> – yeah. <laughs> so getting that work coach like you gotta go play defense, touch your man. Cause um he also getting the business with his teammates. I'm I'm over when the coach you busy running your mouth. You recognize the teammate, right? Henry Simmons? No. I didn't I didn't NYPD recognize him. NYPD Blue. He's been in a he's been a few Tyler Perry movies. He's an agent of steel. Oh the oh wow, the big muscle dude, right? Yeah. The big wow, guy. yeah, all right, okay. Okay. He look a lot. He look a lot different with hair. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he he was not with uh he was with, he was not with Kyle Lee Watson shit. Remember the damn Pope? He's like he's like get me up. He waving about like nah, I got this. So they run the play. Coach like trust your team. We gonna do this. Does he trust the team? No. He just dribbling and dribbling. He double team. Man, post wide open. Like wide open. The double team right there. What he do? He pull up like the right elbow, miss a twelve footer. They sure. get the ball. He complained about a foul call. They score at the, They score at the end. Win the game. He mad about. He, he mad. They, you know, keep on. Kyle Lee complains a lot about refs. <laughs> Remind you of any NBA player? Remind me quite a few. He out there complaining about the refs, and he just got a bad temper, and his teammates just like we ain't winning with this, like we ain't winning with this mofo. He just a gunner. <sighs> yeah, so that happened. And while this is happening, he being watched by you know somebody from Georgetown, Pee Wee Kirkland. Pee Wee, looking sharp. And it's funny you would see him now, like, oh, who's this nice old man? This is a man, high a playground legend. He also did seven years in federal time. He did fed time. He's a real shooter, shooter. Yeah. <laughs> when they say legends, legends in two games, like P.B. Kirkland. Yeah. He was looking. He, uh, Kyle, Lee, Kyle, Kyle Watson pulled up like he was all sweet, too. P.B. is like, nah, man, get out of here. You know you ain't supposed to be talking to me. Oh, yeah, you know. Oh, you got a good thing to Georgetown? You know, I can't talk about that when I watch the game. Oh, you know, nobody knows. Like, that ain't how it works. <laughs> like, get out of my face. Like, I'm, just because you skirt the rules don't mean I do. So, he's watching the game, seeing all that shenanigans. And Will's watching. Why? Got Marlon Wayne, Bookaloo, talking about, yeah, he could be good on our team. He playing his regular Marlon goofball. Wood Harris is like, I don't know. <laughs> no, Wood <laughs> Harris is like, fuck him. I'm running point. Yeah, most all goons. Something is wrong with this man. Like, the whole movie, he's just like on. He's just a goon. He is ready for that action. Every scene, he looking like Beanie Seagulls or that little gif I always used to send you. Him walking, just staring at people. <laughs> Every time he show up, he either threatening somebody or beating somebody up. Gotta be a soldier. Pull up. He tells him, you shut the fuck up. 
I don't care what Birdie said. You're going to do what I told you. <laughs> like, it's a whole bunch of that. Like, shut up. Sit, sit your ass down. <laughs> shut your damn mouth or I shoot you. And then Birdie there. Tupac. Like a viper. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about Tupac. Like, when he's playing a villain, he just, you can never take your eyes off of him. Because it's like, he just got that energy. Like, you want to be around him. You want him to like you. But you ain't sure about him. I think it's like that with a lot of his movies. I mean, pretty much not, no. But not all. Not all. The, but, um, the majority. Not cause, yeah, because it depends on role. When he's playing like the antagonist, it's always like that. But he, roles he, like gridlock, no, it's a different type of energy. Anytime he's in like a scene with somebody, he's he's uh, he just pops. Like It's like it's his him and that person's there, but you keep your eyes on him, like you said. Yeah, and he watches like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll put him on my team. Get your damn hands off me. Like, don't get to Like, he ain't never, like, real buddy-buddy with his homies. It's kind of like, you know, this is what we going to do. Like, go ahead and do it. And he, they, treat, like, they treat Marlon Wayne like trash. So, because they basically, they got a, the reason why they recruit them, they got their own street team and the tournament coming up. So, Kyle got the size. He's going to play on his coaching team. You don't play on, you know, street team. And mom leaves a note. Mom going to leave a note. And she getting blocked by a new security guard. Shep. So the Shep didn't play college ball. That's a nuts. So I became a security guard. But did Shep go to jail? They never say. They just say he left. Hmm. I always wonder, like, did he leave and get out early and just never came back home? They never, because it's just like, go ahead. Yeah, it's like he was in high school. His homie died. It was an accident. I doubt, like, he got blamed for it, but everybody knew it happened. And, like, because he's known, he just left. He just came back. Yeah, I'm working security guard. And he got the job security guard from his old coach who basically wanted him to take over, you know, New coach, so he can retire. That's why he got on that job in the first place. <laughs> oh. He was just. Babe was like, I'm just trying to get out of here. Take this job, please. I don't care. That's what you hired me for. You know, I'm, I don't no more. Nothing told me not to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Nutso told me not to? <laughs> yeah. You hear that, Nutso? He was hired for a job. Man, he want me coach. They owe me. Yo, you know how well, this movie would have been a hundred times better if he would just randomly talk to nuts or in situ- more situations. Like R2 talking to little Jimmy. <laughs> it's basically what it is. He's playing it straight. So that's when they interrupt, you know, interact for the first time. He eyeballing Kyle, Kyle balling him, the mom there. And it's like a strong, like, you know, make sure you study and blah, blah, blah. Cause you know, you won't get in college. Like, yeah, cause he he worried about getting college. Like you know, yeah, I'm getting like she like you're getting college. But yeah, I want to play ball. She's like, what if you don't? Still got to do college. This whole thing is like, oh, you don't believe in me? You don't think I can do it? And her thing is like, I just want you to have options. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. I'm I'm sorry, but the movie didn't display him as. They didn't say anything about his home, like his classwork. How was his grades? Maybe he, you know, maybe he was in a situation where look, it's basketball because I ain't gonna be no brain going to college. Just saying. 
they never ex- they said that. So his thing was like it was dire that I go for basketball. Her thing was more of no, you know, you're smart. You don't have to go just for basketball. I just wish the movie would have showed more. I mean, it's not. It's only an hour, like thirty-seven minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's like you know, family life is basically him and the mom. Dad nowhere to be found. Then they talk about the dad, which is typical of a lot of movies. Like you know, either daddy went shit, he ran out, or they don't talk about dad. Or dad's Lawrence Fishburne. So I gotta be a strong man. Make sure you're a strong man too, and all that stuff. That's how. That's how it was in the nineties. You know what? You were like that. Dead on with that. In those black movies, they sometimes they talk about the father. No, no, they rarely did talk about the father was a single mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mom, you didn't hear about. You might have heard one or two lines about dad if you heard anything, but most of the time, like if it was a single mom, you just understood she holding it down. And the dad is like if the dad was there, he was really there, like Lawrence Fishburne or John Witherspoon or some old man, like you know. Yeah, some type of father. How I was in, I used to roll with Dr. With Dr. King, and we didn't pull out a gun. You ain't gonna pull out a gun neither. Like, it'd be real heavy. Like, daddy'd be real heavy handed. Like, all right. One of you had so many movies with single mom. Why well, trying to hear that responsibility shit over and over again? <laughs> <laughs> that was a trope. Let's, thank God we got out of that. <clears throat> yeah, so, so basically, Marlon Wayne's trying to recruit him to the team. He bring him out to the club. He go up to the house and more. Yeah, I was gone for a year. Ain't, ain't no jail to hold me. Like he shine at somebody. Yeah. Hey, just looking at Marlon Wayans, we know that's bullshit. <laughs> and he introduced him to Birdie. Okay. I was trying to figure out what Birdie did. If he got like, he obviously in the crown. But I was like, is he swinging or is he a pimp? Both. Yeah, I hear like, oh, he's. You like this girl? Oh, you can kiss her. You can do more. Easy, baby. It's hell it. I, hell, I sent you, you over there. That's all it took. So as soon as he got over there, they introduced him. She's tonguing him down. I'm like, damn. Easy, baby. <laughs> listen. <clears throat> I listen. I, I would never embarrass somebody like Tupac did. I'm not gonna say easy, baby. It's his first time. Damn, you had to say all that. Chill out. I don't know if it's my first time. I'll take care of you, baby. So I think Tupac was involved in a lot a lot of things that made money that were seedy, he was involved in. Yeah, but the main thing was slinging. Yeah. He got, and he got the money from slinging to do the other stuff. Like, you know, I'm known doing this. Basketball is just a side thing. He's probably gambling for the team. That Rucker Park shit. Anytime I think about that, I think of Fat Joe. Oh, yeah, he had, he had his team, too. Yo, I remember that was such a big thing. And it, I didn't, <clears throat> I wasn't up here when all that stuff was happening. I wish I was now, because I definitely would have been down there watching those games. But I mean, know. yeah, like, pro players used to go up there and play in the summertime. Yeah. Like, Iverson did it one year. I think, I know Kobe. Kobe. Doing, I think Kobe went up one year. Yeah. Like, I I missed trying, it. Man, you try to do that now. You had me it. on Twitter clowning me because I got hit across with somebody stuck on my shoe. <laughs> like, you tweet us out, like, nah. Like, you ain't, you ain't gonna be having me looking stupid until you get your retweets. Like, no, nope. 
Uh-uh. Nah, I'm checking probably, out. Probably what you hear about now, like most of the time, you, you see about like in the Drew League in like California. I don't even hear about Rucker like being a big deal for like as far as NBA players going. Not like how it used to be. Yeah, not like not, yeah. Back in the day, it was heavy. Even some of the uh, bench players were. I don't want to say that. Yeah, some of the bench players used to come down, um, come up to New York and play. You imagine you'd be like Eric Snow, somebody try to cross you over. <laughs> like, I'm the I'm the starting point guard of the team that went to the finals. You try to take me in the paint. Hey, Tim's on because the whole thing—if you do it, your name gonna ring forever. They gonna always talk about it. Like uh, gave Eric Snow that work. Summer 2004. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the whole thing. So he getting a taste of the good life. Get some money. Get some women. He coming on late. I'm like, where you at? I'm out and about. Don't worry about it. Anything like that. So they go out in the neighborhood playing ball and Bernie Magic. Lip. <laughs> oh, before we get to flip, before you get to flip, yeah. Marlon Wayne's got a little jump on him too. Go ahead. Yeah, and they talk about like you know because it's like he's trying to you know, he's like yeah you can play ball you got some skill like he's trying to like encourage Marlon to play. Yeah, and Birdie ain't trying to hear that. Birdie's like college. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. Don't try to don't try to lead me and be better than me in any form or fashion whatsoever. So yeah, he run the Bernie Mac flip out here. Like, you want to say one more? <laughs> I'll say a little cross your let me zoom it. I miss Bernie Mac so much. Absolutely. And I wish I was writing out some of the lines he was saying, because he was saying some off the wall shit. Motherfucker pussy didn't have no hair on look at. And I'm like, and then he can get like, <laughs> like that crazy laugh. You know that laugh that, you know, mentally off people that throw out? Yeah. Like he played being a mentally off person a little too well. Like I'm saying 25% of the time and the rest of the time, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, I don't. They're playing. I, what are they playing for what? what boots. Crazy, hard, motherfucking boots. What is that? A kick in the ass. That was a thing? I guess. Yeah, I'm like, this is my miss. What in the house around 94, 95? I'm like, they playing for what? Like, it must be a New York thing. So I'm like, New York can be coming up that weird shit all the time anyway. Hey, when I got there. Even you broke, you got to come up with something to pay them back with. You lose, you're going to get these yeah. kicks in the ass. Mm-hmm. So he's playing, flipping them with a little crossover. Keep in mind, flip the ball. Dirty ass pants, sweater on. Still hit Kyle with the crossover. But Kyle, you know, blocked it off the backboard. And then Kyle went to mess with him. And this is my turn on Kyle. Because it's like, just four. Nah, it's like, I'm going to throw the ball off your back. Now I'm going to cross over, make you fall, pick you up. Now I'm going to do, like, I'm going to play around with you. It ain't necessary. Like, you messing with a bum. That got mental issues. Yeah, it is necessary. You know why it's necessary? 
because that's the stupid shit you used to do. Well, I think I say you, but that's the stu- stupid shit that we, when we were younger, we used to do for our peers. He thought that Marlon Wayans was laughing, so he wanted to keep him laughing. Let me embarrass somebody just to get, you know, for the likes. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it for the likes. This is real life likes. And it's like, it's just sociopathic. And it's like, it's, teenagers are sociopaths. Kids are, like, kids are just monsters if they don't, you don't raise them the right way. Because they just look at it like, no, oh, yeah, we should do stuff like that all the time. Laugh at the bum, cross, hit them with a crossover. You basically antagonizing and terrorizing a homeless man with mental issues just for laughs. Pretty much. It sounds so funny when you, when you worry it that way. No, but that's what it was, though. That's exactly what it was. It's like, even when I saw this uh, back then, I knew something was off about this thing because the shit, to me, it wasn't funny. Like, to a certain point, it was like, wait a minute. Leave that man alone there. Just score the fucking point. Mm-hmm. And then out there, you score. Make the baby leave. Like, you better get your hands on me or one of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, John Gotti, baby. Whoa. <laughs> Did you run up on me like that? He get mad. He's feeling hurt. So they, so they jumping him. Like, like he's beating up Bernie Mac for, for no reason. So Shep come in. Like, it's, like you know, that's enough to get your damn hands off him. And while Kyle try to raise up. All like oh, Leon got me like got like six inches on me. <laughs> in about what ten years of grown man strength and experience, he saw he like nah, I want this. He's like yeah, I thought so. He turned that from ten to two with the quickness. Yeah, he won for that life. He wanted to act like he was. He was smart to know that he wasn't because some people like this or do that anyway just to get their ass beat. <laughs> Pretty much. So that happens. So it's established that, you know, Kyle's trying to get in Georgetown, trying to figure out what team to play for. He's a dick. <laughs> and you don't know if he has a good heart. He just, nope. you know, needs guidance. He's an asshole. What's going on? And you also realize, you know, Shep. Shep got his own history because um, Flip recognized Shep. Like, Shepard? Sorry, Shepard? I thought you was dead. And he hugging him and Shep hugging him back. Like, look, I've seen it all. How bung, how, how he's a bodyguard. With a bodyguard. <laughs> like, he's friends with a bum, hugging a bum. Like, what's going on with that? I'm like, he's a human being. They know each other. Have some empathy. Nah, man, we out for these likes. Fuck all that. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. There's a lot of that. I see a lot of that now with all this stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. You might have lost your job. Think about all the hustling opportunities you can get. You come on a new grind. Like, nobody trying to do that if they worry about being homeless some more. Oh, now you can sell book bags. People Ooh, are L- fucking. It's LLC and Scammer Entrepreneur Twitter going to take a step back. People are insane. They are insane right now with some of the things they're saying. I don't even think they realize the gravity of what's going on. It's like they hear it, but they don't really hear it. Like, motherfuckers are, some motherfuckers out there are a month away from being homeless. A week? Oh, I'm sorry, a week. I didn't even look at the date. My bad. Yeah, it is. uh, What's the date? 
today's date? The today's the 24th, date is 23rd. 23rd. First will be here in a week, and they might be getting some calls from the landlord talking about, you ever heard of Venmo? You ever heard of Cash App? Like, thoughts and prayers, you had that money. I don't care what the mayor said. He ain't say it to me. Let's get back to the movie. Uh, yeah, so let's get back to this movie. So that happened. That's established. And it's hard talking about this movie because it's like it keeps bouncing around from point to point. Like they had the game. Then everybody introduced. Then what happens next after the stuff with um Flip? Doesn't uh, He goes to see his coach. But before he sees his coach, uh, the coach and um, – the coach and Leon had a conversation about, hey, you know, you got to take my spot, man. I'm ready to go. Is that why you hired me? You know, take your, take your spot. Like, I'm just here. I ain't here talking about basketball. I'm a security guard. That's what I want to do. That's it. I'm like, here to, why? He said, I'm here to bury my mom, and that's it. Bury, bury my mom and do my job, and that's it. Yeah, you hit. Yeah. I ain't trying to do that, coach. Like, they nuts, though. You, you actually have to be coach. You ain't trying to coach. Off his mind. Uh, him and Nutso. Well, he talked to Nutso a few times. When he ain't playing imaginary basketball against Nutso. <laughs> oh, and my. Keep in mind, he looked really believable doing it, but that just looked weird as hell. That's like, that's what kids do when you have imagination, no money. You pretend you're real on basketball. You don't know that we're an adult. I pull off a 15. I'm finger rolling at an imaginary basketball. We'll talk about it. They see him, they're looking at him like he lost his damn mind. So at this point, oh, yeah. At this point, this is the point where Kyle told him he's going to run with Birdie. He told his coach, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, by the way. Like, you know, the money is like, yeah, I got a team. He's like, Birdie hit him with the money, Birdie hit him with the life. You know, we get money, you get women, you get respect and all that. So that's happening. And then this is when you realize that Shep and Birdie are brothers because Shep's there at the, you know, at the graveyard. Birdie show up. Oh, you finally made it. They hugging each other. Like, you know, you laughing all this stuff. And she's struggling, still worried about it. She's like, Shep will come home and say today one day. Shep will fix it. He never did. But I did. <laughs> Come on, you gotta give it. Like, you can you gotta say it too. I said he said she used to sit there with that sad ass face talking about old Shep, old Shep. <laughs> he was mad too. Like old oh, Shep. Like what about me? I'm here. Yep, he resented him. And I don't blame him for feeling that way because like you, everybody's like dating somebody. And they out of a bad relationship, and now you there handling all the fishes. You still like, oh, you know, Kyle used to rub my feet a certain way. You're like, man, fuck Kyle. I'm paying your car note. You still smoke Kyle. Like, but, where, where Kyle at now? Like, that's my face. That's almost a vibe he had. Like, you know, you worry about Chef. Chef ain't going to come back, but I came back. I took care of it. So we living good. Flat screen TV. He said marble floors. I wonder how much money he was making. You know, you get your mama flat screen TV in the 90s. You're definitely slinging or dribbling something. Shit wasn't cheap. Flat screen and marble TV yeah. and marble floors. Marble, marble floors. Yeah, he was making so did money. She, did he get her a house? That's what it sounded like. Because she said he, she didn't have to work. No marble, 
Yeah. Just saying, they ain't just letting you do that. He definitely probably got our house. He on his dark but it is like you know we can work together. We can rule this city. <laughs> like, like join, like join me. He like, nah, man, fuck that. You like, nah, what you work for me? We brothers. We work together. He like, nice slinging that. Like, you out your damn mouth. What's wrong with you? Slinging that stuff. Like, nah, I ain't my life. And Birdie get offended. He get real offended. Like, you out here talking that shit. Like, you can do something like that. Like, I'm trying to help you out. That's how you talk down to me. Like, you know, I ain't nuts, so I ain't your little brother no more. You can't be talking down to me. Like, face like you used to. Like, you want a cookie? You want a hug? All it's like that. And basically, the whole thing is like, well, you ain't working with me. You better get my, stay out my way. I, can't, I see you next time. It's going to be something. But the whole thing is like, it don't sound like it's weight to that thread. No, it's not. It's brother talk. It's absolutely that brother shit. Or either that close friend shit. Like, man, leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to punch you. No, you're not. And y'all never do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, who gave that part? Say that again. Gave Birdie that star. Flip. You're right. I'm talking about, yeah, right. Didn't he die? You think? Didn't he die? He was in the movie. Yeah, I know. Flip died in the movie. What I'm saying is, who knows to say Flip about it went crazy and hit him one time and Pox just ain't never get him. He got him at the right time. Because I'm hard to believe that the reason they killed Tub was because he was talking shit. I'm sure he talked shit all the time. Hold up. We seen the wire. Marlo killed people for less. Well, that's true, too. You got to get him using the sheet talking that shit. <laughs> he killed somebody specifically because they were talking shit about him. Just let my, <laughs> let my flip shit lead. Let, 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 let it live. It was flip that did it. No, no. <laughs> we don't know where flip at. Flip ain't Omar. Man. Like you on, you can, if you know where Flip at, you can find Flip. I mean, he's maneuvering through them New York streets. He ain't standing in Brooklyn. He might be in Manhattan and somewhere. Then he might move. Because if, if Flip did that, we ain't having to move. Or Flip is out there playing ball <laughs> and Burgess Brown around the street. Like no, so I don't know who did. Cause it's a big ass scar too. And they he probably got it. You know, Flip do call scar. Yeah, he probably got it, you know, when he was coming up. So, one of those things. When they say you got to just hold the L, he held the L. You know who didn't get it? That waitress. Man, look. This man can give me some water. Break this scene down so I know what's bothering you. I'm going to you like, can't believe this happened. So, all right. This is just me having fun with the movie. But basically, the waitress, uh, Leon's in the, um, restaurant and he's chilling he's just sitting there i guess he's in his thoughts running away like he said you know he let his thoughts run away um and the waitress is talking to him and she sits there and say you know have you you need a good woman you need somebody with a home cooked meal she subtly throws the cheeks at him she didn't say it but you knew if you're old enough you know you know what she was saying it was nothing subtle about it. <laughs> you just need you a good woman when a woman say i need yeah, you Take you home and cook a home cook you know, meal. You come anything like it ain't subtle. Listen, her. he could have he could he could have had yams 
with the yams, and he turned it down. He just wanted some more water. What you got to say about that? Oh, I need to get some more water. And she get mad. She put the silver down. Why would you make the first move now? It's like, sometimes it's like that. It's like, look, you shot your shot. He ain't want it. He ain't disrespect you. He ain't kind of abrupt about it. He might have been a little rude, but it's like, you know, I'm just here to eat. Leave me alone. A little rude. And he didn't even look the woman in the face. Dynamic, like it's normally works the other way around. Like if it, if you flip the rose and it's a woman being bothered by a man, that scene plays off a lot differently. You don't you have sympathy for her, you're not complaining. Like, you know, stop being a jerk. This one's like, no, you no yam. We ain't alive. Women turn down sex all the time. Every they probably turn out every damn day. And I know the whole thing's like, man, oh, we won't turn nothing down. And all that stuff is like, eh, slow down with that. He, like, Nutso didn't tell him he could do it, so he ain't doing it. <laughs> but you say that stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, that's so much. You want to take me home and eat Nutso? I ain't trying to eat nothing right there. I got to see that crossover first. I'm trying to drink my water. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh. That shit ain't going to never not be funny. <laughs> And he has his eyes on a different woman, Kyle's mom. Of course. It's like a subtle man. You know, I'm such and such. I, oh, did I recognize you? Yeah, I saw you there at the court, the game, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, it's Leon. Like, and he's dressed nice when they're at the time. Like, it's Leon look, that looks like Leon, 1990s version Leon. So he's not going to have a problem getting any woman from the age of, like, 20s. Seven to forty-five. Like back then, it's like I mean, Leon. shit. Now he still don't. Leon still like Leon now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he probably do. I'm talking about when the movie came out. Then okay, yeah. It's like you, know, you see how he looks. It's like you know, tall, handsome, tall. You know, mysterious dude. See, you know, he got a job. You know, it's like he not, and he's not, and it's like he has a thing where that I call it the Jeff Hardy thing. Women just want to protect him. Just want to hustle. Like, oh, baby, like, life is treating you bad. You just need a good woman to cheer you up. I'll be that good woman. You know what's got that vibe? Future. Yeah, I just want to hug you and protect you. Because you just handsome and hurt. And I just want to fix all the pieces. Yeah. You just, you see, I just want to fix all the pieces. But unlike Future, <laughs> you know, he crazy, he ain't toxic. He just got his own issue. He's talking to an imaginary man that died playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Man, Kyle don't take well to this. Like, you talking security guard? The he's nice. Guy. She said he's nice, and this motherfucker frowns his face up like he was Tony Montana. And says, "Why would you say that?" Whoa, take it easy. I just said he was nice. You don't know. You don't know he's nice. How you know he's nice? Act like he was about to smack his mom or something. I'm like, what is wrong with him? Make- Sure, you home by eight. <laughs> and she's like, What? You talking to me like that? Like, I brought you in the world. You didn't bring me in the world. Like, I'm a grown ass woman. I will do what I please. But I told you to bring your ass in. You didn't. Like, you don't pay no bills. You don't handle no rent. You don't bring nothing to the house. You try to tell me what to do. Like, yeah, that's what I know. Dwayne Martin trash. You talking to your mama like that? 
It's Your mama that raised you and you ain't putting a dime on any bill. It leads me to believe he got away with that a lot probably when he was younger because there was no father figure around. Imagine Craig talking that way on Friday to his mom. He would have punched. You can't imagine that. Exactly. Because Anne-Marie Horsford ain't playing that shit. And she's in the <laughs> like, yeah, Craig, I will punch the shit out of you. And then I'll tell your daddy to punch the shit out of you again. And, and kind of like, make sure you're home before the sun go down. Like, you get the fuck out of my face. It's a lot of, it's funny how sons be real provincial with moms. And it's just the thing, like, men just look at women's property. And tell your mom to be home a certain time. Like, they love a hip-hop Atlanta. He swear he's young jock. I mean, I still, I don't do that with my mom, but I just be like, who you with? I'm more of a tongue in cheek when I play with her when I call her and stuff. But yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, so that's going on. And then they play another game. Oh, Shahid, no. seriously. I'm going to say this before. None of these games, this motherfucker should not got a Georgetown scholarship. <laughs> Just got to say it. Before I play the game, Coach asked him to come see him. He get there. Makes the coach late. He's like, you know, got something to say. He's like, yeah. You spread your, spread your fingers. Flip your wrist. Why don't you just do security and I just play ball? Why don't that happen? Like, he's trying to get his advice because he don't know. It's like, whatever. The coach is like, you got me waiting there. Like that. So they're playing another game. And it's like, yeah, how's he? He ain't that good. None of the games that were filmed for this movie tells me that he should have got a Georgetown scholarship at all. He had not one good game. Yeah, it's kind of like this era, what? He's coming here to back up, you know, right before Iverson comes for his one year? <laughs> I guess so. Right? <laughs> because I'm like, I don't think, like, okay, you never see him shoot any long jumpers. He just see a lot of dribbling. He'll dunk on that seven foot court every now and then. Most of the bunch of layups. And it's like, he's like Monte Ellis. But a worse version of Monte Ellis. Like a real worse version. Yeah. Like he's playing, and don't they mess up again? Like he got hit in the hand. Like it, like it was a foul. They didn't call a foul. Yeah, he something like that. You get mad again. Yeah, now throwing. Throwing chairs and stuff and everything, they trying to calm down. No, that's at the end. That's the one where he's like, uh, uh, Shep pulls up because his mom finally comes to a game. She took off to finally to come to a game, and you know he sees them together and he just freaks out. Like his whole game is gone. He all he doing is paying attention to his mom and Shep. Yep, and then Shep leave after seeing all that madness go down. Don't she smack him? Yeah, she smacked the shit out of him. Cause he was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> so, so that's going on. He loses. So he losing his cool, and it's like Georgetown ain't gonna mess with this hot head. He can't keep his temper and anything like that. Can't control himself. Mom mad. Now Shep is like, you know, already got the threat. Like, yeah, go out of town, and I'll beef with the mom. Cause the mom was like, you know, I don't know what this shit going on. You ran. You're a runner. I can't deal with this mother. Like we talked about before, like the mom is serious. You know, she's all about stuff. Like my goal is make sure my son go to college, get out of trouble. So all that hypothetical talk and like, would you ever think about my son leaving? 
You ever dream anything? No. <laughs> you don't let your mind just run away, even if it's only your mind? No. <laughs> I want my son to run away to college. That's all I can think about. That's all I focus on, like on some robot shit. And he cannot, he cannot process this at all. He is like confused. You never had a dream? You hear that nuts though? <laughs> Damn, that sounds boring. Glad they ain't me. <laughs> well, we were fucking everywhere. Wait a minute, before that, we didn't even talk about how they got flipped in the park. Uh, oh, yeah, because that, oh, because they play again, they walking around. No, we didn't talk about how they went to the car ride with, with Motar. Motar. <laughs> you yeah, gotta be a motherfucking soldier. Talking trash about that. Yeah, what the fuck wrong? Y'all playing these games? Shut the fuck up. Take me here. Let's just see me drop here. I don't give a dick. Shut the fuck up and take me. Like it's a whole. He's like, pull over. Hell up. And I don't, I don't care what Birdie said. You're gonna do this like it's a soldier. You gotta be a soldier's rule with us. And to prove it, I guess some people owe them. Like, you know, you get your pockets. He was on that probably wire shit. Light. Uh-huh, probably a little light. So how Motel handle it? Pistol whip. Get out of it. Pistol whip. Don't be holding out on me. <laughs> so Justin, pistol whipping the shit out of him. And it's like, if you Dwayne Martin, it's like, why? I want to play on this team? He started seeing shit. Uh, he started seeing. He absolutely started seeing the writing on the wall. And then he had to find out that they were brothers. But he wasn't sure, so he had to ask Flip about it. Because he wanted no more. You talking about that, huh? <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you should hear this. Hey, it's Scarface. You better ask him. Yeah, that's my brother right there. Yeah, you can get in my face on. And most of it's like, you're going to say, pull the gun out. Flip ain't afraid. <laughs> Looking at our last, like, you know, let him go. Nothing to do with it. It's like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah, Scarface. Oh, picklehead motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Sherm smoking motherfucker. I'm going to see you later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you know. Like it's, you know. Then they asked my like, brother, like, you know. Listen. About that. I ain't here to talk about that. I was here looking for you because I didn't see you last night. So I guess you cool. And he kept asking, like, you know, he was. He's not no more, you know, because he rammed up when you don't say that way. Hey, the true that that's some true shit though. That's the truest mm-hmm. shit in the movie that he said. Uh, because that's real. Um but I I I I was real I don't know, intrigued when Dwayne Martin, the character of Callie Watson, was being pushy about it. But is he birdie? Like he kept pushing him to answer the question. Okay, you got see you got look. He was scared, but he kept on asking. I said, "Okay, you see, you got little guts. You want to know some answers?" Yeah, because he wanted to know. Because it's like trying to figure out what's going. Like, this, who this man dating my mama? So then that leads us back to him That's- freaking out. Because that was a that was a I, I thought that was Dwayne Martin best part of the movie that freak out because I'm like yeah I can see a, a a 17 18 year old kid that's protective of his mom doing some shit like this yeah you know, I'm just trying to do all this you know what I'm saying you don't know this man <laughs> oh, this toy cop because <laughs> yeah, other guard was like yo he said is that help do you feel better now Georgetown scouting not fucked up. 
Yeah, you did. Pee Wee gone now. Pee Wee Kirkland said, nah, we out of here. We don't need this kid. Yeah, too much trouble. Like, we already got Victor Page coming in. We can't handle you too. That was a team. Like, I'm no wonder John Tom. I'm like, he coached, he coached Iris and Ann, Victor Page the same team. They had the headaches. I remember Victor Page was like, no. He was a one and done too, but he was just done. He didn't go to pros. Done, done. <laughs> he just done, just vanished. Like coaching Iverson. College Iverson. I had it in the uh, handle. You know, George, you know, John Thompson. Oh, you know, old black man. Y'all, you know, <laughs> going to do things the right way. You're going to do my, you're going to play the way I want you to, boy. And I'm just trying to think, like, Kyle Watson at Georgetown? This shit don't mix. Under John Thompson? That shit ain't like he ain't good enough to just do whatever he wants. Like he gets suspended in the first three again. Like, he change his ways. He ain't making it to the Big Ten tournament. Nothing about what the movie showed us said, "Yeah, this kid need to be in Georgetown." Nothing. He was out of control. He was reckless. The only if, if you telling me Pee Wee Kirkland was at the shootout, <laughs> and that's the game. He was like, "Oh yeah, this kid need to be at Georgetown." Yeah, I need to talk to some people at Georgetown. Like, why are you in the shootout? Uh, yeah. You know, things happen. <laughs> oh, he was he was doing his other activities like he used to do. Mm-hmm. So Birdie's like, you know, don't worry, we're gonna take care of the team. Like, what about Flip? Shame what happened to him. Oof. What happened to Flip? I want to say he got the buck 50, but he got like the buck 450. Because uh, Birdie just woke him up later on that night and cut his ass. Mm-hmm. Talk that shit like, talk that shit to Flip. <sighs> like Flip didn't care. So Birdie made sure he didn't care about nothing for the rest of his life. Motar there watching the side like a true gangster. Smiling. Just slice that man to death. Mozart was, Mozart was smiling as it was happening. I was like, yeah, he, he he's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. That's what Wikipedia told us. <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, so this going on, he about to so mean. He about to leave town. Uh, Shep's about to leave town. And I guess, you know, this whole stuff going on with the mama mad. He don't want to deal with Birdie no more. There's nothing for him here. So he just want to tell the mama, you know, I'm about to leave town. I just want to say goodbye and everything. And she's like, I got time for all that. If you leave, then you leave. I got to work with my son. Bye. Yeah, that's pretty like, much the scene. Like, you know, ooh, bye. She did not want to hear his uh, talking fast, trying to slick talk his way out of shit. She was just like, nah, I'm good. They that slick talk for Lisa Rashawn. Way to excel. They ain't working for her. So they finally play ball one more time. Like they finally play. Because it's like, you haven't really, you knew Shep was good. She don't know if he's still good when the last time he played, like let's play one on one. He's like, nah, we play the one on one boot. You know, and they play. And boy, he embarrassed that. And it's funny where now, you know, now he knows how flip though. He trying to go between his legs. First time, get stripped. Second time, get stripped. Weak ass. He ain't even moving. He just stripped. Is like Georgetown, unlikely. At least somebody he told him. Georgetown, that whack ass handle. Like he stripped him a couple times. He tried to drive to the lane. Got stripped again. Tried to shoot a jumper. 
he just engulfed the shit out of it. And then just took the ball, scored. So like, you know, hands up, grab the gate. Boots. Yeah, like like about to take his medicine don't happen. He's like, nah, I don't want now you go home. He's like, nah, I'm doing something I owe you. Oh, you owe me. <laughs> you owe me. Yeah, that's so. Can't say he owed me. Imagine that. Are we he even? Ain't that funny enough, so? Are we even? Nah, man. You don't owe me nah, nothing. You owe everybody who and got that's you. That's why I no nutso thing. Cause like he's talking to his dead friend, loud as hell, out of nowhere. He just start having a conversation. Like imagine you just out at brunch, and somebody just started doing that, just talking to somebody. And like he was talking about, oh, my dead friend died playing ball like a decade ago. Right now. <laughs> hey, if you look at Dwayne Martin's reaction, he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with this motherfucker?" <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Then it's like the day of the game, and you know teams are set up, and more Birdie is treating Marlon Wayne's like trash. Like you know, we about to have a talk. Get the fuck out of here! I told you get the fuck out. Push them. They all laughing before he's like you know come up play college. He oh, can't even read. But you got to tell people, oh, no, okay, okay, that's the night before. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They talk all this stuff about, you know, how they're going to set the team up, like most are going to play in the point. And I'm like, how Tyrone Hill playing the point? His old lanky ass. It's motherfucking John and Sally. He get the bag back to my, I ain't playing for your team no more. Yeah, he was basically like, what you mean? It ain't over. It ain't no leave, it ain't over. Like, imagine saying, saying, telling people about no. Like, yeah, just because you left the team, you ain't playing for me. Like, nah. Like, this ain't, you know, so then kicks Marlon Wayne off the team because, like, you know, you brought him here in the first place. Get out of here. <laughs> I ain't even do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if I see anybody talking to Boogaloo, you gone too. They all turn. I'm also like, bye. I get to run the point now. This man, listen, man. This man is out there dribbling like LeBron James with no handles. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> why is he running points? Look, you ain't reaching in because he's trying to reach in. He's going to headbutt you. He plays like a fucking Detroit Piston bad boy. You know how football players are playing basketball sometimes? Yep. And they all look a certain way. <laughs> yeah. He can play like somebody that fights that's playing basketball. But his defense is, I'm a low bridge. Oh I'm my goodness. Punch you in your neck. Not to mention, after this, Kyle goes back to his coach. And you're mad. This is my favorite part of the movie. I guess the guy that was supposed to take his uh, guard spot is talking. He's like, yo, we can win this as long as y'all give me the rock. Bombers, bombers, bombers championship. He's like, got more spot. Yeah, I can use another guard. Coach, I'm a guard. I'm running point. I'm all the guards you need. Mm -hmm. They do now. So they out there playing. They getting buckets back and forth, and Moto out there clotheslining. <laughs> I'm like, they weren't letting you do this shit without calling fouls back in there. Bad, like the bad boys pitching, playing hard ball, but you wasn't just hitting nobody in the neck and not getting called for foul. You just wasn't getting thrown in the game. He hit people in the neck. They called easy. He gave somebody a back body drop. 
Oh, he gave Leon that back body drop. Leon way. I was like, oh shit. I hope they I hope that's not really Leon. Like, I think did he punch one of the white like the white dude on the thing? He uh no, he uh gave him a forearm. He gave the white dude a forearm. He gave um uh Kyle Watson best friend Bob. He gave him a forearm. This motherfucker started crying. <laughs> he was a good, yeah. So they showing all the games. You know the funny thing about this movie? The basketball is trash. Uh, except for when I, and he has to be a he has to be played at Rutgers or something. Except number forty one that was with the red team. That dude was out there balling. And they show like quick highlights. People throwing alley oops. I'm like, they throwing alley oops off of jump balls for layups. It's like everything <laughs> was highlights. Yeah, pretty much. Every play or I was just getting blocked. <laughs> like everything was either a dunk or a block. Or they shooting threes, and game's going on. And it's like you running a birdie again. Like yeah, you know, you know, just want to say good, good luck. Oh, you ain't gonna say nothing. You ain't gonna shake my hand. It's not rude. Like you can't even show me common courtesy. That's damn You're near rude. Yeah, damn near offensive. Good, good luck, like, birdie. Oh, I heard you're going to Georgetown now. Imagine when they find out you got all that money. <laughs> Just like a damn, damn villain. Like, yeah, you may not be my team, but you're playing for me. Burgers don't win, you ain't going nowhere. I'm like, you gamish shit. And he, and the funny thing is, he don't raise his voice. He don't make these big boisterous threats. He just stay in a low tone, and it's come off as so evil and threatening. Yeah, because at this point, he knows who Birdie is. He he knows now. He has a good idea and aware. He's not all that bright-eyed and just amazed about Birdie anymore. You know who he really is. So Kyle starts throwing it on his some black sock shit. He's getting the ball <laughs> stolen from the first time. Most time, hey, what you doing? Birdie oh, said no defense. defense. <laughs> just in case you weren't quite clear on what was going on. Hey, don't guard me. You know, most are self-defending. So he out there throwing bad passes, falling down, missing layups, still getting fouled. And Bert, I want to say they were playing with a shot clock. I'm like, they must have been up like 20. Because it's like they hit like nine straight shots. You didn't see the other team score a dime. They just complain. They look in that. Um, Kyle, what the hell are you doing? Get your head in the game. One of the dudes figured out what's going on. <laughs> He's sitting on the best next to my hop uh, and Birdie's bitch. Start laughing. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. They had loose lips up there. This movie, everybody, too much people knew shit too fast. It's your split two and two. That dude, like, child doing all this, and then all of a sudden, he just missing every shot, throwing errant passes. It's like, yeah. I, I don't know what happened with Kyle. Like, Birdie got done. I know, like, I, I know set up when I see one. Like, I ain't no damn dummy. So they were able to put, and they know they playing Birdie team, and all of a sudden Birdie team going to run, and they like people in the hood probably know Birdie's reputation. So it was like, yeah, I'm gonna steal. Meanwhile, Shep is about to go home. He sees what was a dad and his son playing basketball. A brother, and I think I think it was two brothers, either two friends. He's like seen. brothers, and it's like, oh, black love. I guess I'm gonna go back to the court. That was real, like random. Like that's all it took. You watch this mom play basketball, and it's like, oh. Yeah, not so he used to do that. Just picking pop. Nah, he. One more time. I think the. I think that scene was supposed to say everything's finally come together in his head as far as 
whatever what the coach has been saying you know you have a responsibility to Kyle because of all the stuff that you ran away from and it, you know she's saying you're gonna always be a runner and he just like I gotta put my feet on the ground and just stay here and do what I gotta do yeah you coward stop running <laughs> so he finally gets to the court one two players the first Kyle got hurt they put him off the game and then another dude got hurt. No, rephrase that. And they was like, ain't no foul. Kyle yeah, acted no like foul. he got hurt. What's that? Kyle acted like he got hurt. Because <laughs> he tried to act like his ankle was hurt. The other dude really got hurt. So ain't no fouls, man's game. Is this motherfucker crying? <laughs> <laughs> so, Chef show up. It's like, I come in close by. You know, they need one more player to forfeit. And Bird is pissed. What the what the fuck is this? He ain't even on his team. He wrote in like I wrote in the list beginning of the game. So he up in there. Imagine that. First three times he gets the ball, Utah just laying him out. Oh, this motherfucker was actually on the. This was his like damn first week of tough enough <laughs> to just take backdrops because <laughs> he, he was always in the crowd. He shoved him in the chest. Imagine you run off a pick and somebody hit you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> out there, literally in the like Wait, wait, wait. Did you ever notice when he ran behind that pick? <laughs> if you ever watch it, Leon, or excuse me, Shep, he is smiling before he get hit because I think he think he got he gonna have an open shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and when he get hit, like, yeah, yeah, let it rip. He knocked his ass out. So was per- God. Oh. Where the foul call? There ain't no foul call. Like just a man game. So oh shit! Shit! Finally get the ball. That jumper is pure. Yeah, I I don't know if he really know how to play basketball. They worked with him, but man, that shot. It looked it looked like it. It looked like it more than um Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin was doing that Wesley Snipe shit. Let me jump. <laughs> let me keep doing these. 270 degree jump passes over and over and over again. You don't need to jump in the air just like to get the match the ball to Leon. Who shoots from three? Because Leon gets the ball, two dribbles, pop. A pick and pop. Over and over and over again. Joe one. And the more he hits shots, Bird is getting more and more upset. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> bullshit. And you remember the text I said to you? He, he needs. Most all right in that drawing. <laughs> Deliberate. Yeah. And Tupac losing it. That's a foul. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? The ref said, Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's a man's game, remember? <laughs> it was a foul. They just can't yeah. get a lot of nuts. Can't get like some type of genocide. <laughs> <laughs> we let a lot of shit fly out here. And y'all been bullies. So, yeah. Man, y'all getting it back. So, that's going on. You know, he hit like nine straight shots. And then all, all they have to do still, they got to lead by one. Malta's got to rub off the clock. You know, yeah. I'll figure like, why don't you get the catch the ball? Because you trust his handle? No. He dribbles like Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to cross over that shit. Like, you don't think he's going to do is cross over his eyes. Like, this shit ain't going nowhere. And it's like, just dribble off the clock. He's just dribbling. And dribbling, he trying to hit a cross. I'm like, this. He just Wood Harris just seemed like he was awkward because they had him hitting threes and dunking. Does he, does he look athletic? 
He didn't look at, to put it like he didn't look like he needed to be dribbling. That was my whole thing. That's why I always question why the fuck they say point for him. Because he just looked awkward. So awkward enough, they get the ball stolen. Like eight seconds left, they steal the ball, throw a quick alley oop, almost like three quarters court, dunk the ball. Time runs out. They win by one. They celebrate and have a good time. And Bernie basically said, you know, you know what to do. You pop that trunk. Till the most off, come out, for the get out the bag. And I'm like, damn. I know it's like rec basketball is important, but I'm pulling out the piece. He's pulling it out. How everybody see what's going on except for Kyle. He had his back turned if you watched. He only they, know they, they were, a lot of them they back. Okay, you had your back. You hear a whole bunch of people screaming and running and ducking. You can't put two and two together. Yeah, but you talking to somebody who's a narcissist. So he's probably like, yeah, you know, I won the game. Yeah, yeah. Because remind you, we still don't know if this kid is a nice guy or not. So he's probably like all involved. And once once that last couple of people start running away, he looked back then. Like, oh shit, I screwed. So folks out for the gun out. And dumbass shit gonna run out and take the shot for my son. <laughs> oh, so he gets shot. I guess what? Camp hood police is there. Playing for police. They have a little <laughs> a bitty John Dillinger gun. Yeah. Police freeze. Most of them freeze. Get plugged once in the knee. Then she gets shot again in the upper body. Dead. Out of here. Out of here. So you're just playing park basketball and shootout happens. So, you know what's funny? Like, so Shepard shot, but he survived. You know, everybody else was kind of like escaping or like there or handling himself. I forgot Tupac died in this. Oh, I did. Because I hadn't seen it in so long. So that scene, I just forgot about it. I just think, okay, because Birdie escaped. What happened to him? What happened to him is he kept bullying the wrong people. He out there in the club chilling and boogaloo's. Hit him one time in the chest. He gone. Mm-hmm. Pushed people the wrong way. So he dead. So they watching towards town game. We see that shenanigans. Yeah, I'm shooting triple team by somebody winning the game for my team. And the mom's there. Leon's there. That's a great watch the game. They enjoying life. Life is good. We'll be in. All dreams come true. Jump up here. Yeah, this was a straightforward movie. And I know we've said that plenty of times and movies we last on here for two hours. <laughs> two hours plus. But this was really straightforward. There was really no I mean what we told you was the movie. <laughs> we might have been jumping around a little here and there, but it was the movie. Sometimes it's kinda hard. Like I had just watched it. And it's like, I remember all the scenes, but I don't necessarily remember the order of the scenes. Yeah, it kind of gets, it kind of gets jumbled. Yeah, like, like the stuff in the middle, I'm saying like, what happened there? Oh yeah, this happened. It's kind of like, I just watched this movie. And it wasn't, that's why I was just laughing. Like, it was not like I hate Above the Rim. I was just in one of the old classes. Like, it's like, to me, it's like the same boy, like Jason's lyric. Like, eh. Gross. Um, <laughs> if y'all say y'all like it, y'all if y'all like it, y'all like it. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would never be sitting around like, you know what? You know, I haven't seen it a long time above the rim. 
I want to see Dwayne Martin just piss me off for two hours. Like, <laughs> but like I said, with fresh eyes now, I absolutely see. And I can see where there were some flaws writing and directing because we, I just, like, again, I just don't know why we're supposed to like him at all. And he just never kind of wrapped that up or gave us something that we could cheer for him about. Okay. He lost the game of books and then there's like everything. Oh, well, he's a nice kid. Now he's starting to see his ways. I guess, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's one of those movies. I think. Tell a story about that. They, if they say they're doing, they're just saying they're doing it. Like there's no proof. Yeah. I just think for me personally, it was one of the movies where being, like I said last week, sports is not happening right now with the exception of wrestling. If, you into that but it was just one of those movies i said you know what i want to do this movie i haven't watched it in a while i think i watched it twice because i watched it way before we were supposed to do the show and i watched it again this morning so yeah um that was above the realm i would say watch it i think shaheed will say watch it but it's just not one of his favorites that's fair i mean i, I watched it i wouldn't be able to watch it again yeah so have you never seen it if you've never seen it, I think you'll have fun with it. I don't know. It, for a rewatch, is it rewatchable? That's up to you. That's absolutely up to you. Uh, so what are we doing next week, Shahid? Hmm. What do you want to do next week? I hadn't really thought about that. Because I'm actually on vacation next week. Well, I'm on vacation next week. I'm not going anywhere, obviously. So next week is April. Oh, We're so that's talking about doing certain things. That's Tupac. I mean, that's the DMX month. That's DMX month. Yeah. So, which DMX movie are we doing first? No, 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 no. We were, we were, we're absolutely. It's the thirty first, so we don't have to do one, two, three. Nah, come on, let's not play these games. I'm serious because it's like April has one. We got four, four to DMX movies in April. That would be five. But we already did. We already did Belly. Oh, yeah, we are. Which is going to be the fourth one. Yeah, so it's like, you got Roman Wood, you know, which is like a big part of that. You got Cradle to the Grave and Exit Wounds. What's the fourth one? I don't know. And that's what um I was trying to figure out one day. I was just looking like, man. I'm what? Not, yeah, I seen that last movie he did. I, it ain't going to be that one. No. Um, You know what? This next this Tuesday, we'll leave it up to the fans. The next Tuesday, we'll leave up to the fans. And then we'll start. But we got to find a fourth uh, DMX movie. That's going to be hard. No, no, we'll just do three. No, oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that works. Unless. No, no it, you know what? Forget the fans. We're going to have a special show next week. Uh oh. Between DMX Because I remember before we had. A video game one related with Street Fighter. Next week, we're going to have a special theme show where we're going to talk about our favorite, like, our favorite movies. Oh, and why they're our favorite. Shit, you really ready for a long show, aren't you? No. We can talk about, like, a particular movie that we like. But we're not gonna go delving deep. We're just gonna talk about a few movies, and because I was thinking about it, like three, watching, three movies would be good. Three, like just, die, yeah, like Die Hard with Avengers is on rotation now. 
and I was watching it. And it's just funny where that's a movie that critics don't like. I love that Hollow thing. Whenever it comes on, I watch it. Is it the best Die Hard? No. Is it the second best? Debatable. It's debatable. It's the argument where it's either the third or fourth best because it's like Die Hard 1 is the best. Then you argue over the second best. Like, what's the second best Die Hard? I don't know. It's been a while since I watched all of them, so. Because you got Die Hard 2, which some people think is just like a worse version of Die Hard 1. Other people like it. Die Hard with a Vengeance, where people either like it or don't like it. And A Good Day to Die Hard, which no one talks about, but made the most money. I don't actually have to sit there and watch those Die Hard movies. I, th- I think the only one I've... And the last one's trash. I saw, like, the one in Russia. Yeah. John Courtney. That is hot-ass garbage. So you can skip that one. Now, are you sure you want to do this or you don't want to do um, <laughs> roles that should have happened but didn't? <laughs> oh, yeah. We can say this is going to be a big thing. Yeah. Roll, oh, because y'all want to go this rabbit hole. Roles that should have went to Molly. Like, you know, how Marvel will look different if Tom Cruise was Iron Man. Yeah. Like that type of thing. Absolutely. That is. Yeah, we can do that. It's just so, but we got to limit that. Uh, I would say five. Okay. That works. Five. So I already know the Matrix want to be involved. We've talked about that. What's some other ones? Just to give them a, a, a clue. Oh. Well, you know, I always joke about the Batman and Robin one. <laughs> you, you talk no. So well, Batman and Robin, you always joke about Superman with Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> we love, we love bringing that one up. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop was a whole lot different with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Do the banana the tailpipe trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But you know that one, I, that one isn't as bad because they say they pretty much. I think the comedy, you know. Eddie Murphy brought the comedy into the movie. I think it was like a straightforward movie with Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. It's basically Cobra. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's what it is. I love that movie. <laughs> I don't know why I like Cobra, but I love that movie. I've never watched it from the beginning, man. Serious? I've watched bits and pieces. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's plain. Like, it's just so many choices. Like, I'm sure Terminators have some. A lot of the. Goodfellas, Godfather movies have some. It's not like white movies, like black movies. Like you get who you get. So you know, you know, one that comes up is kind of like the Lawrence Fishburne, Samuel Jackson one. You know what? We're gonna do both. This is what we're gonna do. we're gonna split them in half. Uh, the first part of the show will be about our favorite movies. The second part will be about miscasting, and we'll keep the show to no more than thirty-five minutes each half. 35, 40 minutes each half. That mean an hour. Hour, hour 30. We'll be fine. We will see. Let's <laughs> go for it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it that way because, uh, yes, yeah, that, that's a lot to tackle. And who knows? Yeah. But that should be interesting. Anyway, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world 
on Facebook and Twitter and The Real Jeff versus The World on Instagram. If you want to follow Shahid, uh, you can follow him at Philly Drugs. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been requesting movies. Um, so females have been requesting movies, Shahid. And it's funny that you brought up Waiting to Exhale while we were recording and talking about Above the Rim because we have gotten that over five times. And I'm just like, I don't think we're the right ones to talk about that movie, but maybe we have to introduce I, I just don't know. Oh, because we the man? You mean that man, that man hating feminist movie? I don't know. Where every, where every man is trash. Like, <laughs> even the heroic ones. Uh, no. I have feelings about Wait to Excel. Because when I first saw it, I was at a certain age where I didn't understand everything was going on. Yeah. And then I got older and saw it, and I'm like, yeah, depending on your perspective, women look at it one way, and men look at it a whole different like, I just talk about this for waiting next time. Yeah. It says a lot that one of the main, like, one of the most honorable men is Wesley Snipes. And his whole thing is, yeah, I'm married to a white woman. She dying. But I ain't gonna leave. But once she die, we can start dating. That's the thing. And they're like, ooh, a good man ain't like that. He's honorable. He ain't gonna talk to you, girl, till his wife dies. I mean, he did spend the night with another And I'm woman. like, what? He spent the night with another woman, regardless. Even though it wasn't sexual. Yeah, you know. I, I, I'm sorry, ladies. I don't think I can do Wait and Exhale. I just don't think I can do it. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, because you don't you trans Leon and Dennis Haysburg? No, not only that. I think if this show ever becomes something different, we need a woman's perspective to do the show. If a podcaster woman wants to come on and talk with the show about that movie with us, then I feel a lot better. Yeah. Two men do not need to be talking about that movie. It is where two men, two men doing way next up because it's because you don't like these raggedy bitches. Without no break down to it, nobody wants to do that. But no, that's kind of the movie that started off the whole black renaissance of like black family oriented comedies. Uh, and we had that run up until basically from Waiting to Exhale to like the early 2000s. And then we got the Tyler Perry stuff. Yeah. Have we gotten Tyler Perry requested movies yet? Uh, earlier we did. Like I'm talking about when we first started. Yeah, we got some Tyler Perry movies. Because it's, it's some that's just right for this show. Just a few. Some can be skipped. Well, I- some of them was like, one day we're gonna have to do one. I'm just trying to figure out like which one. Yeah. We got some wild ones. Yeah, I yeah, we'll figure that out. It's cause I don't know if it's between when I think of those three, because like it's not the one with um Blair Underwood with the Kids of Grits. Not that one. <laughs> um and it's not I'm gonna do bad by myself or Diary Mad Black Woman, like none of those. Um the three always come up to me is the family that prays. With Cassie Bates, yeah, our man Carter Ferrone himself, <laughs> shout out to the people, was matching Sonali's cheeks as she's walking around. Oh, like Sonali, Sonali's playing a villain. She can play a villain. Like it's a only a black movie would you see a man smack his wife so hard she fall the table and he get cheered and it feels justified. Yeah. So that one comes up. 
the um, the one with Taraji Henson when she basically turned to the Terminator. But with resentment, obsession, I forgot the name. Um, oh, acrimony, acrimony, acrimony. Yeah. Like no, that would have to be number one. That absolutely would have to be number one for us because that movie is batshit insane. No. Oh, I hate that movie. I absolutely hate that movie. I'll watch it for the show. I, I, I now this is rare for me. I'll watch it for the show because I think it'll be a, a good something to talk about. But I hate that movie. Oh, I didn't. The whole thing is like this. It's entertaining in an evil way because it's like you. That's the first movie I had me look at. I'm like, how you like? How you look at women? Because it's like the, none of the women in that movie came off well at all. Nope. Um, Jerry Smollett basically came off as like, you know, an ungrateful harlot. As soon as she gets some good love and she starts wilding out. Kim Kardashian is the worst damn friend I have ever seen in a movie. Like, she just... <laughs> oh, like, she was making me mad. Like, you wearing that ugly shit? I guess you won't, I guess you won't like yourself. Yeah, she was and that's wild. I just didn't. Then that dude, they really fucked it up for me for that dude. Because even when he was on Titans, I just looked at him and like, damn. Oh, I'm glad I'm the only one. (laughs) I was like, this motherfucker here. I like, I knew, I like that face looks familiar. I'm like, oh, that's the asshole that gave Jersey gave Journey (sighs) aid. That's yeah. right. HR was a big thing with that. Yeah, got Like, and it was how period of wow. It was. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Number one thing, that movie is fucking sad. That's a sad ass yeah. movie. Yeah, <sighs> it's sad because like it doesn't. Nobody ends off better. It's like either you, at best, you just deal with it, and that's everybody, everybody else just ends off worse. And that's how the uh, the pharmacist dude was. It was like, yeah, I went through it. I'm cool now, but now I got to see you and you coming to me to get AIDS medicine. <sighs> Can't you go to another, go to another pharmacy? <laughs> that's the only thing. DC, they got plenty of CBD. Like, transfer that shit to a CBS. She just want to see him. You know, she want to see him and rekindle. She, no. she, she, no. the man was, they had all this cowboy hat and his guitar. No, she, that was some goofy shit. She went with that. Yeah, we gonna have to after after April. No, excuse me. That last week in April. That for since we're only doing three DMX movies, that's absolutely gonna be a Tyler Perry movie. Then which one is gonna be? Is it gonna be the one A or one B? We'll figure that out later. Or maybe we just need to leave that up for a vote. Yeah, we'll leave we'll that for a vote. I'm just figuring out to see what they vote for. Cause you like, know it's gonna be. I, it's gonna be confession. It's gonna be that one. And I'm gonna be so mad. 
Because people love drama, and that was a that was a drama field movie. The funny thing is, the three that we picking, none of them have a D in it. That's one. Yeah, that's one good thing. So that's like the, and also, you never know. Because I remember the last one we did, I didn't pick um. Yeah, you're right. And I'm still mad at y'all because y'all didn't pick the Beyonce movie, but we were just gonna do that on our own. So fuck it. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna get up out of here. Uh shout out to everybody uh that's listening to a lot of old shows. Now, I know why, you know, people home and people are checking out the podcast for the first time. We appreciate you and we hope you keep on listening. Um yeah. Uh you got anything good advice for the people before we leave, Shahid? Um, yeah. Uh that are not approved for an illness yet because you heard some asshole on TV tell you to do it because if you do and drugs I'm talking about are chloroquine and because it was like one study that was done and they would say, you know, it might help with COVID. The study was kind of incomplete. It wasn't, it's not that type of study that you're going to run with it. It's just one study. This dickhead went on TV Told everybody, oh, something we can do. But you know what happened? People start having people write prescriptions for it. People start hoarding it. People start raising the prices. So people who really need this medication can't get anymore. And what just happened recently? Somebody died from taking this medication because that medication, especially the combo of that medication, can cause, quote unquote, a heart attack in older patients. People with COVID that's at most risk for death tend to be older people. So if you take medication that you shouldn't be taking for, and you already have heart problems, you might die. Somebody just died. They found chloroquine in the system. He, was, he didn't have lupus. The drugs, not, the drugs prescribed for certain medications for certain illnesses. Not the one he was trying to treat. So people, take this shit seriously. Wash your hands. Keep your ass in the house if you can. And when it means self-quarantine, it don't mean had the homies over to play spades. It's not how it works. Like, I'm saying this, not as a joke, like my joking mode, I'm saying this as a healthcare professional who paid a lot of money for my opinion. Wash your hands. Stay out of trouble. That's why I tell people. Because you don't want to... Cause I don't want to see you at my hospital, and cause you don't want to take the shit I give you. Yep. Uh, I hope you listen. Uh, we are out until next week. Peace. <laughs>